Imagine, if you will, a movie set in 1992. A podcast reviewing said movie 30 years after. You have just entered Cinema Gems. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in hometown, so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. Wait, what do I feel like I've saying that, said that a thousand times? Or 337. Oh, of course, the illustrious Bud Meister. How's it going, buddy? Hi, everybody. <laughs> I promise that's the only Polly Shore I do for this whole thing. And also, is it weird that your intro was weirdly appropriate for this movie? I don't know. I I I don't know what the direct connection is between Rod Sterling and uh, Sterling. Sterling. Sorry, I've said Sterling all my life. Because okay. Uh, Patron, my wife, would probably murder me. I understand. Ha, no, has Just... literally has literally called me out on exactly what you're saying. I go Sterling. She goes what? Look, it's a weird Mandela effect thing. <laughs> but hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show that mostly talks about movies. So and... wait, does that mean we're from the same Earth? Well, I mean, literally, yeah. No, from the same universe. As what, Encino Man? Or? No, as in a, the Mandela effect. <laughs> what is? I'm lost. I need you to catch. Because that's how up. close we are. We <laughs> came from the same Earth on separate timelines. Oh, on separate. Okay, you 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 failed to mention that last part of the separate timelines. Oh, I added like, that in. Okay, I added that in. There was an extra. I thought dash we are. I thought we already. Uh, said several episodes ago that uh, you're just a variant of Tesla. And Tesla is a variant of me or the other way around, yeah. Right. And you're a variant of... Who am I a variant of? I don't know. Pauly Shore. No! Ah, just kidding! No! Just kidding! Okay, just so kidding. full disclosure, I was born the year this movie came out, so I was absolutely not old enough until very recently to even kind of get the Pauly Shore thing. And I still don't get the Pauly Shore. You didn't understand the vibin? I, I get the vibin, but like even when I'm vibin, I'm not quite that obnoxious, I hope. Okay. Um, oh, you t- we're, got, we're a, a movie a podcast that talks about movies. You didn't say that part. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? We're another podcast that talks about mostly movies. Oh, sorry. I did the thing. Vibin. How are you not listening? Vibin, bro. Vibin right now. Because you gotta be to watch this movie. So, Admiral, please tell me why we're talking about <clears throat> this uh, this movie from 30 years ago. Is it literally because it's 30 years old this year? Yeah. It, so it was either this or it was going to be Patron's birthday pick. So I knew I could get away with it earlier rather than later. And hey, it's April Fool's and when this comes out. so Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've. N- Do you want to call it something different on the website? So when people click on it, we're like, April Fools, it's Encino Man. No, that's too many layers. <laughs> that's too many layers, man. Look, this is, this is an April Fools because you're supposed to take this movie seriously? Sure. That's the joke. That's the joke. So we've done a, a new thing where we've kind of uh, not retroactively gone back and set all the plots. But I want to go ahead and get back to doing the plots because last week we left off because it was Oscar week. Yes. Um, So, when a frozen caveman is in their backyard, two high school outcasts thaw him, introduce him to the modern world while he turns and gets them 
to actually enjoy life. Well, he in turn gets them to enjoy life. If you're going to read the synopsis from IMDb, read it right, Admiral. Jeez. There there was a glare on the computer screen. (laughs) There was a glitch in the Matrix. Because I had to hold my, my, my... my finger in my ear. You're messing with your lobes, man. Yeah, man. Whoa. <laughs> so yeah. So we have. <laughs> this movie is so stupid. So, so all I have Why to say is. Why did I like it so much? <laughs> so if you look on the DVD, it says starring Pauly Shore. Can I just say one thing? He's not the starring role of. No, it. he's not. He's not. Sean Astin is, aka. Uh, fucking Samwise. Samwise Gamgee. No. And, and, and the... Mikey. I was gonna say the boyfriend from Click, Mikey, Mikey from uh, I, I need you to help me out, Goonies. Oh, see, I was gonna go back to Rudy oh, if he didn't God. get any of the ones that I went for, but he's Samwise fucking Gamgee. <laughs> he's fucking Mikey, man. Okay, he's Mikey. I look, I haven't watched the Goonies since high school. What? Well, guess what? It's an anniversary year. It's the 35th anniversary of that movie. Let's so. do it. I so we might be reviewing that movie. High school. I remember liking it a lot. But we're not talking about The Goonies today. We're talking about a different movie that is probably better if you're vibing a little bit. That has Sean Astin in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're going to start off with... Alright, so we get they, we get introduced and he starts... We get to see literal Brendan Fraser be Brendan flash Fraser frozen. As a caveman in the first Ice Age, trying to make fire with his caveman partner and the thing just... And so it... Fast forwards to 1992, modern-ish day, yeah, <laughs> and present-day Los Angeles. We realize we Encino, but okay, which isn't that right outside? It's of a LA? Sub, It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Patron was like, "So is this set in L.A.?" And I'm like, "It's set yep. in Encino," which is by by far also where certain characters from a movie that we reviewed last year. Oh, I have no idea. Karate what you're Kid. About. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel lives in Encino. Ah, uh, I didn't remember that. Sorry. Sorry. I also love that movie so much. I know you do. It's a great movie. Um, so <clears throat> we were we were talking. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. You that's got, how that's you how got you got to go with talk about. All right. So Polly Shore's in our heads. He's not in our heads. So we need, to <laughs> we need to focus right now. So basically, Sean Astin, Samwise Gamgee, aka Mikey, is digging. A pit. Digging up the pit. Which, by the way, you know when the dog was barking, Boris? Yes. Frida was like, I understand him. (laughs) My favorite character in the movie. (laughs) Boris? Oh, absolutely. That dog is the best boy. My favorite character in the whole movie. Um, He's so good. Because as soon as Brennan Fraser melts out of the ice, the dog is just like, oh, you you are a friend. I love you. That's how I greet dogs now. (laughs) That's how I greet dogs. Just fist bump the paw dogs. (laughs) Play the fucking baseball yeah. bat game with yeah. the pawn. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know how you know how low budget this movie is. You can see the dog staring at the trainer. Yes. On the other side of the camera, it's just like, yes. wow, you couldn't cheat it a little bit with angles. Yep. But okay, that's fine. That's 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 best character. Okay, cool. Fine. I'll debate later. So, uh, Sean Aston's character is having some problems in high school because he's being picked on. Wow, that's really scary because... Wow, if only that wasn't super relatable. Mm -hmm. But, like, also, he doesn't help himself at all because he, like, doesn't understand boundaries. Nope. Like, Uh, my God, this kid is... Like, I'm not bashing him for being weird. I'm bashing him for being just, like, Not knowing what no means? Yeah, yeah, not knowing what no is. But not too creepily. 
But just enough en- where you're enough like, that it weirded me out. Yeah. Um. So, um. Uh, he wake. He he's digging the pit before school. Which okay, you so you dig sure. the pit and then you go to school. I love that Polly Shore is introduced and Sean Aston's mother is getting upset with him because he ate the last bagel. Yeah, he's he's, he's munching. Um, so he he's got them munchies. So they so they head to school, and all I have to say is my notes. That, my God, my notes started four wheel over the ferns. I'm like. But it's a moped. It has two wheels. It doesn't I'm have also four. Quite confused by that. Thank it you. doesn't have four wheels. I was quite confused by that. Thank you. Uh, Although I'm pretty sure he was also confused at what his lines were. Did he? Did they even give him a script? Was his role just completely improvised throughout this movie of just nonsensical shit? Just like so, be yourself. So you know the 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 start of the Pauly Shore movies in the '90s. No, I don't. Okay. At all. Well, this I'm was the so, beginning. Yeah. This was the beginning, and then you had, I think it was, uh, I'm in the Army now, or Son-in-Law, and then Biodome. I know about Biodome, but I've never watched it. What I'll have to say is that this one, uh, Encino Man, is tied for Son-in-Law as the best-rated Pauly Shore movie. (laughs) What's what's the fucking movie where Brendan Fraser and I think Pauly Shore raid a radio station? Airheads? Yeah. Is that Pauly Shore? Uh, I think so. That is 6.1, so that's... Uh, no, that's Steve Buscemi and uh, oh. Adam Sandler. Oh, you're right. Okay. A different uh, California you know what, movie. You know what we should do? Should we, we should do? go on a deep dive on certain actors oh no uh filmographies and just go be like we're gonna watch all these filmographies. oh wait we already do of, that when we finally run out of movies to watch we already do that we do kind of already do that a little bit every once in a while which by the way that could be coming up guys in the next couple months possibly maybe you know when we have a specifically themed month uh for certain plans movies. for that oh yeah um uh do you want to know what this movie was called in europe what was it called in california europe? man California man. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey and Nicolas Cage were both considered before what? Uh, before Brendan Fraser for I Link for for Link. Yeah. <sighs> Among them, Cage would later voice a caveman and and yeah, the crew. The Croods. Yeah. I would love to have seen Nick Cage as this caveman, or just another caveman alongside Brendan Fraser. <laughs> like his cave buddy? I want a movie of all of these actors playing cavemen fish out of water. So so we get to we get to a teacher um, that I really I had one of these teachers growing up. He was pretty good. He was really fucking good. Very engaging, yes. very making sure the students are. And all he's also their from shit, but also understanding. He's from the Adam Sandler. Also a little bit of a wackadoo though. Yeah. He's from the Adam Sandler uh, house. Oh, Happy actors. Madison yeah. company? Yeah. He's from the house of actors. Um, but yeah. Like, and he, I think I'm pretty like sure. Like an actual good teacher. I also remember him from Groundhog Day. I've, I've never yeah. seen Groundhog Day, well, so I, yeah. What? Gra- oh my God, you haven't seen Groundhog You haven't seen Gra- That movie came out in 1992. Well, I... We already reviewed it, but I'm going to review it again for you. Okay. Fine. Oh, wait, no. It already it already passed, so we have to wait till next year for Groundhog Day. I don't know if I've never seen it or I just saw it a long, long, long time ago and forgot about it. You would love Groundhog Day. You would love it. Why? Because Bill Murray? And it's directed by Harold Ramis. Does it got wibbly-wobbly timey-wobbly yes. shit? Okay, yeah, I'd probably like it. Um, so... Did, uh, 
t- tell us on our Twitter, CinemaGems underscore pod, uh, whether I should watch uh, a Groundhog Day. <laughs> Please confirm that that he should, and I'll retweet it. Um. <clears throat> so then, you know, I really like this teacher. I really, I really enjoy yes. this teacher. Like, if I were to pick a character that I would want to be in real life, the teacher. Yeah, he's pretty cool. So they talk about how, um, and I love how he talks about it. That plot exposition, it has to go somewhere kind of moment from yes. Green Muppet Caper. Yes. But he does it in such a way that you don't realize it's happening in a Pauly Shore movie. Hmm. And I love that he's like, Stony, Stony, glaciers. <laughs> and I love that Stony's on top of his shit. Stony's like, I know what's going on, man. Yeah, he's paying attention. So. So they have this kind of like little like rap session about how Crow Magnum Man happened. Yep. And we get to see that there's a freak in the room. One of the uh, yeah. Oh one yeah. One of the friends. Oh oh yeah. That she, Sean she Astin's really, character she really is... wants a caveman. She really really wants herself a caveman, <laughs> especially after the teacher's like they're savage and brutal. Ooh, I really want a caveman, honey. Calm down. <laughs> Someone kind of need to bonk you on the head with some tortillas, like <laughs> pump a pal clam. Boom. <laughs> Um, uh, and then the tortillas we, thing is a very specific reference to something Admiral and I have had to do to each other at work. <laughs> so then we we head back to um, to his house. Yes. Um, and they proceed to find a bowl. Yep. Stone Age Tupperware. Yep. To quote the great Polly Shore. Uh, He's a little more specific than Stone Age, but yes. Uh, so then, uh, so then he finds out, and I love that. It falls out of someone's hand, and Sean Astin runs after it, literally does a real wheelbarrow roll. Literally does it. <laughs> jumps off the fucking... You're right. I should have and, seen that moment. Do a, barrel, do a barrel roll. Literally jumps up. He would have never caught it if he would... The way... He, the trajectory that he was... If you go back and look at the scene, the trajectory that he was going, he was not going to catch it. So stupid. Which, by the way, it didn't even hit a rock. It wasn't anywhere near. It was near a rock in the same shot. But, it, but you know, it's whatever. That's fun. It's fun. It's whatever. Okay. So then, as uh, as that's going on, they proceed to find a person encased in ice. So they proceed to go yell at his mother, and I didn't know she had shade-proof blinds installed because literally, when she closes the blinds, they shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you notice that too? Shade-proof blinds, you motherfucker. Soundproof blinds. Soundproof. No, no, no. Shave, shade-proof blinds. You know what I meant? That blocks out you know the meant? proverbial shape. And shade. so then, and then, <laughs> so stupid. We get to it. talk about how who they think is it, and I love their responses. Jimmy Hoffa. <clears throat> I was like, wow, this is dated. So. Dated. And I love how Polly Shores is a character, and Sean Astin looks at it and goes, "I knew him in Cub Scouts." I'm sorry, wait, did you witness that this man never came back and you didn't tell anybody? What the fuck? What? Uh, And then I love how they're talking about, like, all kinds of stuff. And basically, Stoney gets all his shit from fucking Jeopardy. I mean, so do I, more or less. But I love that Sean Astin's like, oh, we could do this. Oh, we could do this. So you could watch Jeopardy all that's that's Jeopardy. He's like, that was the price. He's like, everybody has Everyone's got a price. That was the seller. (laughs) That was the seller. Unlimited Jeopardy. <laughs> um, and uh, so so then they start. They they basically go back to school. They, they melt him. No, they proceed to melt him. 
go back to school the next day, come back, and Brendan Fraser wakes up and like literally Futurama stole from this movie. Futurama stole from this movie. Futurama stole from this movie. Wow. Because when he gets when he un when he defrosts, he freaks out like the things about still crash on him. Oh my god. And also, by the way, I love that. While this is going on at school, Sean Aston is like, "Hey, what's her name? Is it Becky?" I think. We uh, can you look it up? So, Robin? You're talking about the yeah. girl that that Sean Aston's character yes. is? Uh, yeah, Robin. So he's like, "Hey, do you want to do, do you want to uh, come meet?" That's sorry, what, anyone that's, out there? This is Robin with a Y. I'm why, sorry, that was me. No, 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 <laughs> no. We don't apologize. That's the way that their parents chose to name them. That's fine. That just means they're a little bit insane. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's not so their anyway, fault. It's not their do you, fault. Do you want to talk it's about the bully? Do you want to talk about the hilariously over-the-top bully? Oh, you mean the guy that's <laughs> literally in his 20s? Uh, yeah. Well, everyone in this movie is literally in their 20s. Well, uh, Michael DeLuise okay. playing Matt. Where do I know him from? Uh, let me okay. look. I'll pad for time. I'll pad for time. Let so, me look up Michael DeLuise. So, so while that's going on, he proceeds to go, hey, uh, blah, blah, and she goes, no, Dave. And I love that he goes... He was in the Master of Disguise. That's... He was also in other things, too. I, I, I'm sure he was. Wayne's World. Uh, That's where I know him from. He's from stuff. Wayne's World. Oh, my God. What else is he in? He was a bunch of TV shit. He's from Wayne's World. <laughs> CSI New York. Oh. <coughs> was he playing a corpse? He, uh, uh, Sony Sassone, probably. I, oh. I don't know. So, I don't fucking know. So, I love that he's like, oh, I like it when she calls me David. And I love that Matt hey, just David. goes, hey, David. And I love how uh, David David makes a joke. And I love how Matt gets kind of like, hey, you can't talk that way about my mom. I'm like, dude, so you, wait, you can dish it, but you, but can't, you can't take it. But no, he's the worst. He's the worst kind of bully. <laughs> Not uh, saying any kind of bully is good, but like, that's the most annoying kind. Yeah. That's the most infuriating. You're just like, oh, shut up. And I love how they're talking about like, oh, we're going to, we're not going to. Because he's talking to Polly Shore, and he's like, look, we're not going to say anything, Stoney. We're not going to say anything. He goes, zip, zip. And he, I love how Polly Shore goes, zippity doo da. <laughs> and I'm like, is it because you live right down the street from Disneyland? Probably. Okay. You live 15 minutes away from Anaheim at most. Um, uh, and I then, don't know anything about California. Someone's uh, going to correct me, I'm sure. All I have to say is that Patron and I watched the scene that we're about to talk about. And you know where the budget went for this movie? Mm. It wasn't Polly Shore. It wasn't Brendan Fraser. Mm. It wasn't Sean Astin. It was the loincloth on Brendan Fraser. <laughs> it was the loin... That's where the budget was. That's where the budget went. That's where the budget went. Oh and also, God. that's how I greet dogs now. Remember you earlier, how yes. he woke up? Yes, the... One hand on top of the uh, other. Also, I love... He screams at the helicopter. <laughs> he thinks it's a predator. And he screams at the, the fucking garbage truck. He thinks it's an elephant or some uh, what, fucking what, woolly mammoth what, or some shit. Lead up to it, man. Lead up to it. Don't just sell, blow the water right there. Lead up to it. So, you gotta lead up to the jokes, okay? So, I love that he's like he sees the helicopter. We don't see the helicopter. But it's there, apparently. It's flying really low over the over that thing, over the house for some reason. Screams at it. And I just heard the Patrona go... That's me whenever I see any type of helicopter in the New Orleans area. Ah! Um, 
then I love how he he scares the mailman, and the mailman doesn't give a shit. The mailman, what, what was the mailman listening to? That he was like, I gotta fucking go, man. <laughs> like, just, I'm trying to put my fucking route, man. And Probably then, Smash Mouth. The woolly mammoth, the woolly mammoth, um, garbage truck. Which, by the way, it's done so well because it sounds like it could be a woolly mammoth, if you think about it really. There are playing elephant sounds. It does make sense. So, uh, I told Patron that I want to reenact the scene about him oh. attacking the garbage truck. Don't do not do that. You'll get shot. Please don't. But all I gotta say is, is it weird that I love the shot of the camera with the shovel in the foreground? Oh, yeah. No, it's great. <laughs> I was dying. It was the best part of the movie so far. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, that oh god, it was so good. And then we we slowly get into the montage of uh, our two mains slowly giving him a makeover, cutting oh, his hair, giving he, changing his clothes, oh, teaching him so some sexy for my shirt. Yes, yes. So sexy. Please stop. Please stop. Um. So, but before that, we also get to see Sean Astin's room. That's basically an advertisement's wet dream. Yes. Like. Oh my God. All the promos in that room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I love that. What was, what, why was the flame so tall on that lighter? I will say it's not just this movie. It's every, especially every decom. Uh, every single Disney Channel original movie I watched growing up, I was like, is that what my room's supposed to look like? Because that's a weird amount of very specific posters that seem like advertisements. I knew that as a teenager before I knew anything about advertising and shit like that. <laughs> Did you love Polly Shore's Flamin'? Uh, which I, I cringed a little bit every time Polly Shore opened his mouth. Which, by the way, lie. Patron found out that he played uh, the weasel uh, from the Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. The I, Leaning Tower of Cheese. For the longest time, I associated that with uh, the fucking pianist from David Letterman's show. Oh, is it because of the tiny glasses? It's the tiny glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, I assume that's who it was. That I role? I had no idea it was supposed to be Polly Shore. No, it is. I was so confused. That role the from the Goofy movie yes. and this are the only two things I like Polly Shore. Everything else is just unbearably... Yeah. Unbearable, yeah. Um, And so... So while so they do the sexy for my shirt whatever the, the montage the, the montage the getting better the the looking good montage but because you remember when they say flamage and then they do a little handshake Sean Astin and uh, Polly Shore's character that's our new handshake I can't make the I could do that sound please stop please stop please don't please don't. Because that sound bothers me <laughs> the same way that the word moist. Oh, you're one of people. those people. I, I'm not. I didn't like it. I didn't like that sound. I, I'm glad that handshake died. Can we please not do that? I'd nope. much rather us do the Troy and Abed. Nope. No, nope. I'm not doing that with you. Nope. <laughs> it's nope. not a thing. Uh, and now, so they have a the sexy bathtub scene. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I do want to point out before we go any further, we're, we're talking a little bit about how amazing Brendan Fraser looks in this movie oh. and all the work that that loincloth was doing. Uh, That's still, where the budget went. We still love Brendan Fraser now. Right? I've always Even, loved him. He, like It doesn't matter whether or not he looks like a fucking Adonis. He's still a chill dude. But he's, he's got awesome. straight he's ass cool. teeth for a caveman. <sighs> he's got straight he was, ass teeth. He was a little pretty for to, to be a caveman. And also he's white. 
Should he be a white caveman? I, I think he should should have had a little more uh, color to his. But side. I'm glad Just they didn't. I'm glad they didn't make Brendan Fraser go like brown face. Yeah, yeah that'd been really problematic. Yeah. Um, that would have been really fucking weird and problematic. And I love how they they the, the, he wants to attack the mayor <laughs> when he sees himself. Because I don't think he's ever seen his reflection. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I feel like he might have seen his reflection before in like a a pool of water. Trying to fish or something. But I love how Paul Shearer's like, whoa, man, whoa, whoa. You're buff, bro. You're buff. But, oh. <laughs> and then I, I love, hate it. And I then hate I it love so how, much. I love how that your parents are home and he goes into the kitchen. Oh, no. He doesn't go to the bathroom to clean the dirt out of the nope. tub. Nope. Literally, he's like, my parents are home. It's probably his bathroom. He can clean that shit later. No, so, the, the, yeah, they fucked up the kitchen real bad. He put it in the hot tub. The hot job is in his bathroom. Now, now, what's the lie that they tell the, the oh, parents? This is the April Fool's joke. Eventually, they call him Link. This is the April Fool's joke. They call him Link, like one of the our friendly, regular oh, shoppers at, at Swapper Jacks. Yeah. Absolutely, I love seeing Link. Which, by the way, dude, if you happen to be listening to this, I hope you're doing okay. Keep on going, man. Keep on going. Keep walking. He's Keep doing your thing. Talk to Link. He's a great man. Link's cool as hell. He'll he'll talk your ear off for a little while, but in the best possible way. He's super kind. <coughs> um, but no, literally when he goes, call him Link, I was like, oh yeah, Link. <laughs> um, uh, and so then, Estonia foreign exchange student. Yep. They couldn't have gone with any other country. They had to go Estonia. I'm kind of glad they didn't go with Russia. <laughs> cool. Uh, we went there. Let's let it settle. Now we can move on. And it worked. Somehow. It, it worked. It worked. And I love that the dad is like, "Are you will you be joining us for dinner, Stony?" Okay, so that's six. So it's like we're feeding the whole cul-de-sac. I'm like, you know what? To be completely honest with you, I've been Stony. I've been Stony in real life. Absolutely. Like I've I absolutely been that friend that gets adopted by my yeah. by my friend's parents. For a week or two, it is like, all right, we'll feed you tonight. It's okay. Yeah. No. That like, being said, that fried chicken they were serving looked bland as hell. That that looked. They're like, white. I know that looked like some soggy ass breaded, no seasoning, as plain as plain can be. Like God, put a little cayenne or something on there. They're Jesus. white. They're white. That's why. I hope there's at least salt and pepper on there. <coughs> Fuck. That uh, looked so bland. Uh. All right, the joke is played out. I'm I love how it worked. Because the dad's like, oh, yeah, I remember yeah, sure. that. And then the mom's yeah, like, course, oh, yeah, I remember that, too. Because, of course, while Stoney is on edibles, the parents are on fucking quaaludes. Uh, they don't give a shit. Uh, I'm just getting a paycheck. <laughs> this is whatever. California suburbia. They're so fucking mentally checked out. Uh, and I love that. I love that. <laughs> that Stoney and David walk up with Link to the checkout. Oh and he's God. like... Hey, Mrs. Backy. I know who do we have here. And I'm just like, whoa! Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, can you control yourself? Um, and then I love that <coughs> as they're going on, uh, they're going around school and, you know, do, uh, bringing Stoney around and meeting it. Uh, not Stoney. They're bringing Link around and actually. Because yes. I love how Sean Astin thinks that he knows what high school means. High school? I love how, how Polly Shore has to be the person that goes, he doesn't know what that is. I'm like, oh my god. 
How how is Stony? How is Polly Shore's character the more intelligent of the two? I exactly. don't get it. So someone please make it make sense. So um uh sorry, okay. So he does a flip off the third I'm assuming that was the third floor or the second floor he flipped off and caught himself and then went to go ravish the woman oh, that he yeah. <coughs> that she was like, I want a caveman. Oh yeah, when the girl's like, "Hey, tell uh, tell Link to meet me at the fucking skate park." At Blades. Now, before <coughs> they went to Blades, do you want to talk about the uh, what I'm pretty sure is Six Flags or Northbury Farm? Oh, that's it's exactly what it is. I was actually about to bring that up. Before that, what, what um, amusement park was that? It was Six Flags. Okay. Before that, um, do you want to talk about the uh, quote unquote Seven Eleven scene? Oh God, I don't even remember the quote from that scene. Of what they were doing. Oh, I have like, it! They I were have shotgunning it. the fucking The four ICs. food groups. The meat group. Fruit group. I don't remember the rest. How can you not? I thought you took notes, Admiral. Jeez, come on. The four food groups. But yeah. The four food groups from Polly Shore people. And apparently we only know two of them. And they're not on either of our notes pages. So nope. we're just SOL. Um, uh, and uh, Amusement Park... Well, well, be honest, you don't listen to Cinema Gems for the amazing no. research we do. They got the amusement park that is Six Flags. Um, it is Six Flags Magic Mountain is an amusement park that Link and Stoney visit in the movie. The roller coaster ride is known as the Viper. <coughs> and apparently they did the Viper in reverse, which sounds pretty cool. We don't see them doing that, but it does sound pretty cool. So, also, I don't know if you ever saw them walking around the amusement park. They mm. literally had... Like, in the background, you can see, like, an old, like, medieval cage hanging from a chain with no bars. How are you supposed to ride that ride? Are you supposed to hang on for dear life? There's no door to open it up? Like, these are the type of things I think about when I watch this movie. I I think a lot of us are just generally scarred by janky amusement park rides that, uh, uh, you know fail and uh people get hurt yeah or worse expelled no um and then i love how he's like expelled from their seats i love how he heads back to <coughs> is that me or you that's, that's me you. to i love how they head back uh to estonia now uh they head back to school and they go to the the skate rink they go to blades which is the stupidest name i've ever heard for a skate rink and also, when's the last time anyone has ever been to a skate rink? God, this movie is so 90s. You, no, no, no. See, I took it as Blades as a hockey ring. Was it a hockey ring? Was I totally not paying attention? It was a skating ring, right? Um, I think we just got, like, literally an on-air message from a listener. Oh? She says, y'all gotta do, or whoever this is, it's a Hello Kitty vampire. I have no idea who that is. Y'all gotta do a review on the last unicorn. Yep. Oh, I've heard about last unicorn. Yeah. Um, you you follow her when you're personal. Do I? Oh, it's <coughs> it's one of the it's one of the sisters. I know okay. who that is. But uh, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, we we there's a quest, so we'll be put and see if we can and have access to it to put it in. So we let's can find it. the last unicorn. Okay. I'm down. One of my favorite bands, fucking uh, uh, Ninja Sex Party. Dan Abaddon loves the last unicorn. So. Fuck it, I'm down. Let's go. Um. Uh. So, uh, they head back to the house, and uh, Sean Astin's upset because they 
they rode the Viper in reverse and they did all the stuff with Sony. Without him. And they even, and now Link is talking like Sony. Weasel. Oh, oh no. And then, which by the way, he learns English really fast. Yep. Um, he's, he's incredibly intelligent uh, for, for a caveman, for a Cro-Magnon man. <coughs> which, oh my god. And then we get the best part. We get to hear the disdain in David's dad's voice to Polly oh. Shore at dinner. Oh. When Polly Shore's like, I could marry your daughter. We could be like the Brady <laughs> Don't you dare. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, what? Um... Uh, and then we get to Why go... Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> and then we head to Spanish, uh, which, by the way, I did ask Patron, ¿Dónde está el sanatorio? She just legit goes... She goes... It's el baño. It is, because I asked her what, you know... ¿Dónde está el baño? But it's ¿Dónde está el sanatorio in... In the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Do you know why? And I was sitting there going, that's wrong. That's why I wouldn't ask Patron. That is the more formal, where is the water closet? Where is the restroom? Where is so, the powder so she, room? So she had a similar reaction to the no, guys I asked in the movie? her. I asked her, because my reaction was the same as yours. I was like, donde esta el baño? And then when I was like, no, it's el baño. And then when I asked her, she's like, oh no, that's the more formal greeting of it. And I was like, okay. Uh, and she was like, she was like, give me the settings. I was like, it was 1992 Spanish. Probably two in California. And she's like, that makes perfect sense why it would be that. And I'm like, cool. Today on Spanish 101 with El Admiral and I'm not even going to try. I don't know what but my El Maestro. Is. El Maestro. Is that really it? I'm so sorry. Any Spanish speakers listening to this. <coughs> I had one, uh, two years of Spanish in high school and don't remember hardly any of it. I do remember the Oasa almost on conjugation shit, though. Uh, sorry, then, moving on. And then we go to Blades. Yeah, we finally go to Blades and... The uh, Radmobile! I, I don't remember most of this scene. I Is it this scene or later that they're on two wheels in the car? That's slight. Is that slightly <coughs> later? Okay. It's just another scene away. This movie is basically blur for me. Basically, uh, Link takes the ketchup and mustard and makes cave Yes. Runs. And yes. I love that the chick that is like have hots for him is like, is that your girlfriend back in the Stoneham? I'll make you forget about her. I'm like, wow, you she, don't even care. She thirsty. She is. She's she has real thirsty. Spillage. Her cup overfloweth. She thirsty. Um, <laughs> My God, <coughs> honey, calm down. And then, uh, basically, David gets taken out of the ice. Kind of gets beat up, but uh, Link goes out there to save him and gets decked by uh, Matt. Yeah. But takes it and walks away. Mm-hmm. So he goes out and they start teaching him, uh, they start teaching Link how to fight for himself. Yeah, but well, kind of. They show him uh, WWE movies and they show him Kung Fu movies. Which, by the way, I, as soon as I saw the wrestling. Was Flair. Okay, cool. As soon as I thought of the Woo! wrestling, I was like, I was like. The butt my show. totally Ric Flair. <laughs> I was like, the butt my show is going to know At exactly. first I thought it was Andre the Giant. That's what I it thought it was Because it looked grainy and old. But they turn around and it's got that big blonde mop. Woo! That's totally Ric Flair. Um, <laughs> uh, and also, um, uh, they, they go on a, uh, what I like to call, um, a bad 
field trip. Sure. At the museum because because Link finally realizes that he is a caveman. So forgive me, it's during this part of the movie that I started playing uh, the new maps on Mario Kart. Well, on, on the handheld while this movie was in the background. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, it comes to the conclusion that Link realizes that he is a caveman. That everything he knows is lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, according to their teacher, um, a Cro-Magnon man would be around us and look less typically just like a regular day. I'm like, oh, okay. Why did you put that in joke specifically? Because there literally is one. <clears throat> so, uh, he realizes, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and you know he actually. They, I, I like this moment that you didn't see because you were playing Mario Maps. Sorry. That Polly Shore and Sean Astin's character literally go over and comforts Brendan Fraser by a fake fire and goes, "We know it's but we know, buddy. Like it's okay. You're mm. you're here now." As Matt sees this entire thing take place. Yep. He starts <coughs> to he starts to get the feeling that shit's uh, there's some weird shit going on here. So. There's some uh, shenanigans. They they uh they they go back home to go to bed, and you know how he's how he's laying how Slink's laying in the hammock with Boris. Yes, that's how I lay in the hammock at the in-laws with Frida. Mm-hmm. She's just like, um, <clears throat> and then, uh, we get the car ride. Oh yeah, the car ride. The, the two I, I looked up at the screen and suddenly they were driving on on two wheels I was very confused <laughs> I was in between races getting my butt kicked um so I love how <clears throat> I love how they put the driver's ed for some reason now this is the 90s yeah and it's a different state yep Usually, our driving they, they, test happens they, in the summer, right? And they teach they teach you how to take. They a, teach you. They teach you. They teach you how to take a rolling stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's this literally where that literally like hands the keys habits. to a gentleman that does not have a pass. Nope, doesn't have any kind just, of proof of identification. Like, uh, yep, just gives him the fucking keys, and then puts him in a car yeah. with a bunch of not teachers. Because oh, that no. makes sense. <laughs> it's just what's uh, it's just what's her face, Robin with a Y. Yeah, and Stony and, and Dave. David. Uh, and I love how they they start moving around and going, and they basically just take off out of nowhere, um, and they parallel park. And I love that Polly Shore is like, and this has been your parallel parking class for the day. I'm like, damn it, Polly Shore, why do you have to be so good sometimes? Why do your jokes have to land? By the way, um, you know the field trip that they took to the Anthropology Museum? Yes. It's, uh, it, it was uh, uh, George uh, C. Page Museum at... Now, this is, this is what aggravates me, okay? It's because you know what lay means in Latin, right? The, right? Yes. Okay, so this is exactly what it sounds like. I did not make this up. The museum is at the La Brea Tar Pits. You're literally saying... The the the, 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 the tarp yes. Just call it La Brea Tarpets. That's all it or is. The Brea Tarpet. Exactly. It's like, it's like Lake Lake. It's Lake Pontchartrain. Pontchartrain is Lake. <clears throat> it's Lake Lake. Um, and then we also <coughs> we get to see basically what we feel like 
I guess I want to say that Bill and Ted 2 came out before Bill and Ted 2 came out. What? Because literally when they see Link in the car, they go up and they're like, Whoa! Uh... And there's like musical interludes playing, like as in Bill and Ted. Was this directed by the same one of the same persons who did? But my question is: Remember when they less Mayfield? Oh, you don't even know. You don't even know. I don't even know. I'm when they walk, when they run out, when they see the window. Okay, Maestro, look at me. Look at where I'm sitting. He directed Flubber. Oh, maybe that's what and I'm Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. So, but like Flubber. So they're sitting, right? They're sitting. I'm sitting yes. down. I don't know yes. why I need to sit. Why? My mom's sitting. Yeah. So they're sitting like this, that. right? This isn't a YouTube. Show. And they see the window right here, right? Yep. And they literally jump up and run toward the window. Where was the door they went out to? I don't know. Where I was the door they went out to? Fine. They catch up with the car somehow. They catch up with the car. Excuse me. Somehow. Um, and then they do the stunt driver and they go, uh, uh, they spend a long time at the bar because it's night all of a sudden in the next scene. Yep. Um, and I love how basically. I was very confused by this part in particular. Brennan Fraser just drinks all of the salsa. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how, um, they have the stereotypical, uh, uh, Latino gentleman that's like. That's my woman. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Essay, blah, blah. You can tell that white man wrote this movie. You could tell. But you know how, you know how Link looks at that, looks at that fine, fine, beautiful Latina? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at Patron every day. That's how I look at Patron every day. Okay, also, we get as to... As long the- as you don't disrespect her the way... Uh, this girl's man did in this movie, like literally. Oh no, I meant Brendan Fraser looking at the Latina woman. Oh well, yeah. yeah, that's no, me. That mean, that's fair. Every day, totally fair. And I love that. Uh, I love that. Literally, Stoney becomes friends with these guys. Oh, totally, instantly. instantly. And I'm like, that's me. That just solidified that I'm Stoney. <laughs> that solidified that I'm Stoney. Okay, fine. Then I'll be the cool teacher. <laughs> no, no, you're Brendan Fraser. Why am I Brendan Fraser? I am nowhere near as charismatic and pretty as Brendan Fraser in this movie. You should look in a mirror every once in a while, buddy. Thanks, um, I think. Um, and I love that. I love. Because I'm assuming this is kind of like a Caribbean vibe kind of bar. Sure. Because we have a uh, a gentleman, uh, <coughs> supposedly of Jamaican descent. Sure. Goes, the police. <clears throat> Uh, Ron, and I love how he's just, he's just like, this happens every day, and he's just like, fuck it. Have you been to bars in the quarter? They know the cops on a first name basis. So, while that's going on, somehow, instead of, instead of taking Stoney and telling Robin to get away, he doesn't try and go find immediately Brendan Fraser's character, and they get arrested, but they're under 18? So how do they get arrested without them contacting their parents? I, I don't And then know. they get out for some reason because yeah. he uses one phone call yeah. to call Robin to ask her the prompt. And she turns him down. He says no. Rightfully so. He's being kind of fucking weird. But also Robin also thinks that it was Matt calling because Matt's like, I can't believe you're doing this, blah, blah, this, whatever. Okay. I mean, the boyfriend's a dick too. Don't get me <clears throat> wrong. But they get out of jail for some reason. And which, by the way. He goes to school 
the next day after being in jail for the night, mm-hmm. and then they try and go release Link in the Wild. And I love, I love, I love that Polly Shore is like calling back, and Scarlett Johansson's like, "You call him back," and Polly Shore is like, "You have, you have to call him back. Mm-hmm. It can't be me. You have to call him back. You found him." Um, and so then, uh, I love how they're talking about going to junior college. And then we find, cause at night. Are you, are you skipping over the actual prom? No, 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 no. We're getting to it. We're okay. To it. Oh, no. Oh, that is the prom where they talk about junior college and talk about prom. But okay. I also want to set up Matt's, the bully. Cause he also fought. When, yeah, when he goes up on stage and it totally backfires. No, you're wait, you're jumping way too far ahead. Well, so remember earlier when they were at the bar and we found out that it was at nighttime because we thought it was the same scene because that night for some reason within two minutes of it being at the bar, Matt is literally breaking into school and checking, uh, checking the thing and notices that it's a rabies shot kind of thing, like it's literally a dog shot. So they head to David's house. On prom night, and the hammock scene, when he tries to jump to the hammock. Yeah, yep, that was great. And he gets smacked, that and then he great. falls again. I'm like, that's probably the... that I literally had to pause the movie, because I was mm. laughing so hard. That was pretty good. I, I was not quite expecting it. I was expecting that to be the fight. And uh, and then I love how he knocks over a picture of Robin, and they feel, they put the Polaroids behind those, that picture. Cool. Whatever. Um... And then I love how they're just about to announce Prom King. How serendipitous is it that Matt's like, Hey guys, I just got here. Look who it is. You go ahead and take the stage and you go ahead and do this one. You go ahead. Oh, I would just totally fucking backfires. He goes up there, tries to call him a freak, tries to say, Oh, I found a caveman. He's a caveman. And everyone is eating it the fuck up. They think Link is the best. Like, hell yeah, you the caveman, bro. Oh my god, this scene. Because literally Link has made friends with everyone. With everyone. One. He's so chill with everyone. Uh, the the breakdancers? Friends with them. The oh yeah, com- the, the math, com- the computer club, the math club? Which, by super the way, friends with them. You know who the computer club guy is? No, I don't. That's Who's Data that? from Goonies, a.k.a. Short oh, Round from shit. Indiana Jones I and the Temple of I didn't know that was the same kid. <clears throat> Although, that kind of makes sense. Uh, Uncle, Cool Uncle Jesse pointed that out to me. Ha. <laughs> Uh, and then I miss cool Uncle Jesse. So, I hope he can come back on the show soon. So, so by the way, th- I guess uh, Sean Astin's character was allowed to go to prom, be- even though he's yeah. grounded on probation. And then he decides to host the school after prom party. Yep. And I love that the uh, Sean As Sean- not Sean As Link's girl partner. Yes, wakes up uh, and is in the bath. And I love how they just. Completely How disassociate, disassociate the chick that Robin's best friends with. Just disassociate <sighs> him. She's like, oh, whatever. They had a connection, and she he never followed through. So apparently, the a- connection was that she needed a vibrator. <laughs> yep. Uh, Although I I need to look. I don't know if I want to look it up. Do I want that in my search history? Someone tell me what year the Hitachi vibrator was invented. No, you should look it up. I do, I don't want look that it in up. My search history. All right, hang on. Let me do an incognito tab. So, <laughs> so uh, they have the after prom party there, and doesn't he kiss Robin? 
Don't they kiss? Yes, they do briefly okay, kiss, cool. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and so then they head back and they're like, dude, it's your woman. And she's all, she has exactly kind of the same outfit. And then we hear the Terminator theme play. And then I love how Paulie Shore goes, I'll be back. Oh, wow. I was so wrong. The Hitachi vibrator goes back to 1968. Yay! Released by a Japanese company. <laughs> and that is Encino Man, 1992. <laughs> I hate myself for looking that up. Um, and I hate myself for liking this movie. Why did I like this movie, Admiral? Because it's a movie. Like, like, I didn't like it, but I had fun watching it. It's literally a time capsule <laughs> from the early 90s in California. Like, I'm not going to... I didn't objectively like it. But I had fun watching it. I laughed a bunch, mostly at the movie, mostly at Polly Shore being fucking ridiculous, and Brendan Fraser just being awesome, just clearly being a cool dude. So, so, I, so my do, question is, yeah, what you got? Is if so, we're at a, we're at a quote unquote. I don't want to say that this is exactly where it'd be, but let's sure. say we're at a an after party at something, and somebody sure. goes, "Encino Man, anybody want to watch it?" And I look sure. right at you. It depends on how many drinks we've had. <laughs> no, that's when the drinks come out when Encino Man goes oh, on. No. <laughs> so it's not my first pick, but so okay. there's a rating system here in Cinema Gems. Yep. Full gem an amazing movie, half gem an alright movie, no gem a horrible movie. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Bob Maestro? This is a this is a smoky half gem. Okay. This is a stony half gem, I oh should say. Oh my god. He went there. He went there. I was gonna say scuffed. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some smoke in front of it. You gotta blow the smoke yeah, you away. You gotta f- 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 blow that shit out of the way. <laughs> oh, it's still on fire. This is, I didn't objectively, and I, I, it's not objectively good by any means, but I had fun watching it, and I can't justify myself. I can't, it's it's oh. a guilty pleasure, I guess. Oh, one, uh, you know the one of the guys in the convenience store. Yes, uh, that that is one of the doctors from the mummy. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, he is. I knew I recognized that dude from other things. Oh, and apparently Polly Shore's character, Stoney, has an obsession with Jeopardy. And it played a major part in the movie Jury Duty <laughs> that he was in. Oh my god. Y- you good? Stoney's real name is Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Yes, yeah, Stanley Stoney Brown. <laughs> Brown is his last name? Yep. Okay. I'm looking at it on, on the Wikipedia page. Um. <clears throat> oh, and this. Uh, oh, and Rose Mc, Mc, McGowan. Uh, Rose McGowan is in this. Uh, her that's her film debut. Oh. Uh, okay. <clears throat> um. That this is her. This is her film debut, but this is also Polly Shore's and her first, and they work together on Biodome. Ah. Um. And oh, also, I'm glad I did not know this, but apparently, uh. I'm assuming the mom. Yeah, I think the mom appeared in in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Esther Scott. I mean, look. No, Maria Harley. Whatever weird cameos that you can find. Maria in this Harley. Movie, can you look up Maria Harley? Uh, that one. Oh, Mariette Harley as Mrs. Morgan. She was in an episode of The Twilight Zone called The Long Morrow as a woman meets an astronaut and leaves to on a forty year mission to space. It is love's first sight after a few hours together. He puts. He's put into stasis, so he will return to the same age. The twist, unbeknownst to him, 
she as herself is put into stasis. Unfortunately, there's a problem during the 40-year mission. He's woke up, ages half 40 years, yet she is still the same young woman. So, I guess it's kind of good that I went with the Twilight Zone opening, not even knowing that there was a link. Oh! Like Brenda Fraser. Oh! I give this also a half gem as well. Please let us know what you thought about this movie. Do you disagree with us? Why do you disagree with us? Please let us know. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Oh. You can tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. And you can find us on the Instagrams as well at what Cinema is Gems Pod. Yeah, that one. Uh, the one we got the message on from? Yeah. Um, at six foot three, Brenda Fraser's actually, oh, we're the same height. Actually, too big for the closing costume designer Marie France originally purchased for him. Since Fraser's out- outfits were supposed to look baggy for him, she made them specifically baggy for him. That's funny. Yeah. All right, guys, so that has been our review for Encino Man. And look, we know we're we know we're just about over, but hey, it's Encino Man. It's the 30th anniversary. We gotta go with it. Do, but, you, do you have any quarantine watch list? Oh, I got a quarantine watch list, buddy. Let's go. You ready? No, yeah, let's go. It's the quarantine watch list. What'd you watch when you were all alone? But I wasn't alone. I was with the dogs. Close enough. Ah, so do you have anything? Uh turning red. Okay. Which was amazing. Um, like, I adore. I think we're movie. reviewing that next week. Let's do it. Yeah, I think we're reviewing that one next Let's week. Let's do it. Then I'll hold my thoughts on that. Uh, West Side Story as well. The Steven Spielberg West Side Story. I, oh God, don't even get me started on that movie. I adored it. I, <laughs> I absolutely. It was really good. All this. The guys singing was okay. And then uh, Anita. And then fucking. I almost said Juliet. But you know, Maria. Uh, my God! What, fucking what, perfect singing. What voices. about Romeo? Yeah, AKA Baby, dress. Uh, AKA Baby. Yeah, uh, he was fine. I thought he was a really he was good choice. Pretty good. I oh, he was, he was a, really a great good choice. choice. Everyone played their roles incredibly well, and Steven Spielberg's cinematography cannot be fucking matched. Patron, except by maybe Denis Villeneuve. Patron and I both agree that we like this love story between them more believable than the original one. There is a lot about this one that I, I think I liked a little more than the original. That being said, look, this is, the music is word for word the exact same as the original. The story, yep. the script is word for word exact same as the original. It's, it's the just cinematography that has been expanded on and brought and inflated to a bigger budget. You, you got anything else? I'm good. I'm good. But what else? What else? What else? What else? How, how long was the movie for you? Did you have to stop? No, I, I soared through it oh, in one second. All, oh, we had to stop. We got to the point when they were at the church. We were like, we're stopping. Um, I, I think that's literally where the intermission is. Oh, which, by the way, I love that while this is going on in the movie, I love that, what's the guy's name with the glasses? Um, Officer Krupke? No, 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 no. Uh, the one that tries to set up um, yeah, Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that he's like, your brother was shot by so-and-so. And then they make, and then... A baby driver and Maria make love. I'm like, he killed yeah, your brother. Your brother. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Anything else? You got anything? That, that was that was the big two. Okay. Nothing else. The algorithm didn't get Go you for anything. It. Well, yeah. With the bread, with the bread one. Well, <laughs> actually, I want to talk about how the algorithm is uh, merging the streams between you and I's stuff and Patron and Gladys's stuff. Oh yeah. Uh. Charlotte Dobre 
did an episode reacting to worst streamer moments where she reacted to Charlie, Moist Critical, and The Wasp. Oh, really? <laughs> video that we all watched recently together. And so, how was that? I, fucking hilarious. Ah! There, were, there were other ones in there, too, that were pretty great. But that was by far the most hilarious. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, that showed up on a meme on the Swapper Jacks page and immediately sent it to you. <laughs> remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Um, what else you got? So, uh, I watched The Great Muppet Caper three and a half times over the past two weeks. <laughs> Muppets Most Wanted. El Cid with... Patron is out of town for a week and you just binge Muppet movies for... I can't... You know what? I'm not surprised. Literally at all. Or disappointed. Uh, El Cid, a.k.a. the movie about a Spanish uh, conqueror kind of thing. Okay. Um, that Charlton Heston plays. Okay. It was really weird. I didn't know it was going to be as long as it was. Um, I also watched Ali uh, by Will Smith. Okay. Um, and the, the Muhammad Ali movie yeah. where he punches someone. Yeah. Um, also, The Final Girls. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Okay. Um, it has the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, uh, Th- Thomas, M- M- the main guy. Yeah, it has him and a bunch of other. And it's basically kind of like a self-aware horror movie, but done really well. Also watched the Beastie Boys documentary. Nice. That one's really good. Munich. Okay. Uh, that one is intense as well. Also went into the movie theater and watched X. It's a horror movie. That was about making a porno movie, but also turned into a horror movie. It was really good. Oh, okay. I enjoyed it a lot. So Apparently somebody else did, because in the middle of the movie theater, like 45 minutes in, a person just walks the fuck out. What? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, and stay till the end credits. There is something toward the end. <laughs> I enjoyed it one. Also watched Forrest Gump. Cool. Um, that's always a good rewatch in March. Uh, Keeping Up with the Ricardos. That was really fucking good. That was the Lucille. Really? That was a Lucille Ball. This is biopic? directed by Aaron Sorkin. Yes. Okay. And written by him too. He got better as a director. I didn't like okay. his first choice of directing, but he did a really good job with that. And holy shit, Nicole Kidman dissolved into the role of Lucille wow. Ball. Like when you see the black and white, you can't tell if it's her or not. And also, oh, shit. Javier Bardem as uh, Ricky Ricardo. Yeah. Holy shit. The hair, the act, god damn, that man. Oh shit, alright. Um, and I also watched Tick Tick Boom. How, how, how heavy was it? Because um, I watched it and it was pretty fucking heavy for me. All I have to say is that that is probably the closest depiction of how my brain works. Yeah, on that's screen. definitely anxiety brain. Yeah. For sure, anxiety brain times a million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then I also watched um, Our Flag Means Death, the HBO series with... How um, many episodes are out? There's ten. Oh, they're all out. Oh, they're all out? Yeah. <clears throat> Star is, Trek is Discovery. Is it a lot of fun? Oh, it's hilarious. We're on episode six, I think. Oh, my God. Uh, Star Trek Discovery finished the first season. Okay. Fucking, fucking good. Like, you know how I told you I started, like, yeah. watching, like, going through? And it got to one point where I think it got to, like, episode nine where I just followed the entire rest of the season okay and the the assistant to the assistant boxer oh my god me and him just like the twist at the end of season one we all saw it coming but it's just like why did you go there 
Why? And then Christopher Pike is now on season two, and we get to see possibly young Spock because Michael uh, Burnham, the the chick from Walking Dead. Yeah. She is apparently the foster sister to Spock. Yeah. Yeah. No. You gotta watch this. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch it. I don't want to watch Discovery. I want to watch Lower Decks and Picard for when you finally give me uh, and then we, use your Paramount. And then we thing. also we also finished watching the Muppets ABC series 2015. Okay. Trevor and I watched it. The first half of that TV show fucking sucks. They changed head writers halfway through, and the second half of the series is beautiful, but it got canceled. Oh. Oh. Uh, also, for books, I finished the Will Smith autobiography by Will Smith. Um, and I also finished Europe's Last Summer. What? Who really started World War One, and why it came to be what it was come to be? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and I finished the um, uh, Muppet movie. Oh, and I watched the the original Muppet movie three times as well. Um, but I watched. I, I listened to the podcast moving right along, finishing the Muppet movie. Yeah. Finished it. Now I start on the Great Muppet Caper. I'm about halfway through it. And I started chatting with uh, one of the hosts, and something might come down the pipeline soon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got to say. Uh, but everybody's like, we're about an hour, so we need to kind of like yeah. speed things up. So, guys, you can reach us at uh, cinemagems15 at Gmail, yep. or email us through the Instagram app, as in the Vampire Hello Kitty. Message us through Send Instagram, us. as yeah. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to say. Yeah, was it DM or whatever? I mean, you can DM PM? too. That works. PM personal what, message. Uh, whatever. You what know, about send, tweeting? Send a message. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. What? You can do the Instagram at what's the Instagram at Cinema Gems Pod. Yeah, and you can tweet us at Cinema Gems underscore Pod. Uh, we're always putting stuff on there. Well, most of the time. Did you like stuff the photos there. with the dogs? This I did week? like the photos with the dogs. This uh, did week. you like how the Fantastic Frida had a had a had a? Uh, she was like. Mm. And then I, the Honorable Tesla was like, I, I would love for our listeners to engage more with uh, the Instagram yeah. and the Twitter, please. Oh, That'd by the way, great. I have I have a, I ha- literally have to show you this because, <laughs> because we reviewed Rathacon this year, so it makes sense that I have to show you this, because you're going to laugh hysterically. What you got? Uh, I, I think we should wrap this up soon, right after you show me this may-may. Uh, oh. I have the perfect Wrath of Khan meme in a nutshell. Okay. The fantastic Miss Frida is Ricardo Montalban. Buried alive. And the Honorable Tesla is Captain James T. Kirk. Oh my god. Stop. <laughs> I hate you. And the Honorable Tesla's like, God! I hate you so much. Because I'm right. That's why. Um... But yes, guys, please go to lowerandpictures.com. Uh, go over to the Your 30 tab, Marting the Arrogant Observer. Thank you for allowing us to be on your website. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And guys, we'll be back next week with Turning Red. Um, our Let's one of go. the recent movies that we reviewed, besides The Book of Boba Fett, I think. Wait, what do you mean? One of our more recent movie reviews, because we're reviewing a lot of old ones. Uh, we we go back and forth as we feel. Oh no, it. Matrix Resurrection. Re- res- we, resurrection. Uh, uh, things coming out on streaming services makes it easier for us to review it quicker. And I I'm a little bit mad. Well, 
We'll talk about this later on the actual Turning Red review, but I am still a little bit salty that Turning Red did not get a theatrical release. Y'all deserved it. It's very good. By Disney's standpoint, they released, at the height of the Omicron variant, they stated that they were releasing it on streaming specifically to not spread the Omicron variant. Then that's fair. That's totally fair. I I hope they get a posthumous release then. But they did say, why would they release it? They, They would lose money. But they did say, if you do not have Disney Plus in your country, it would be released on March 11th when it came out. Ah, that's pretty cool. I mentioned that in the notes, man. In the notes. When did I mention that in the notes? Oh, back when we did Matrix Resurrection. We love you guys. Uh, Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. Thank you to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family members who support the show and give us encouragement and ideas. We love y'all. Also, guys, just remember that take a break for yourself every once in a while. You don't always have to be the person that is talked to or you might need someone to talk to. Please find help. Find a person that's unbiased. Find a therapist that you could use we know there's a lot of pressures out there we really hope that this show does not feel like one of those pressures you're never required to listen to cinema gems oh, also, your friends are required to listen to cinema gems to listen to cinema gems good night dead tom good night dead tom i'm sorry we forgot to tell him that but how much you're gonna wake up like right at the end of the year? oh <laughs> like in the middle you're of like, the- oh god it's done yeah Alright guys, all we have to say is wipe your hooves and see you later, but also black lives always Always. matter. Still do, always will. Bye guys. Yay, the button.